Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. And so we're here with you tonight at eight o'clock and Jessica and I are so glad you're here because we've missed you. And this is a highlight on one of the highlights anyway of my month is to get to do um, share with you on these podcasts. So, so tonight's going to be kind of a funny one because we, our topic is, uh, it's funny, but it's not funny. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yep. Right. And, um, it is, um, we're getting tired of living through historical events. (laughs) So how are we coping with it? it yeah, is. if you guys haven't seen that meme, it's pretty funny. It is. The I best. mean, you know, we got we to gotta laugh at <laughs> what's going on because otherwise... You'd cry. Yeah. You'd cry, yeah, honestly. So... Yeah, so that is, that's how we're dealing with it. And, um, and, you know, we need... The top of everything is this, is that even in dealing with this, we are so blessed. Oh, must, beyond. You know, must never yes. lose sight of how good God has been to us. Yes. Um, but still within it, there has been challenges that we have had to face mm-hmm. because um, otherwise you must be living in a cave somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. But um, so I, I kind of made a list of some of the things that we've had to deal with in the last 12 months, 12, 24 months, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, first um, we obviously had the COVID crisis and um, that might include Family or friend deaths, um, lost jobs, um, lost money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might have you you may have had your job but still be in some type of financial situation. Yeah. Um, trying to understand and deal with what to do with your children because of school closures. <laughs> yes. uh, can you think of anything else that COVID twenty nineteen has done to us in twenty and twenty one? I mean, I mean, yeah, isolated us. Yeah, yes, yeah, social distancing. Yeah. Um, we saw businesses, when talking about money, we saw businesses go mm-hmm. under. Um, I can think of a couple right now. It just makes me want to cry. Um, yeah. Just, just tons and tons of things. It's it's caused division between families. Absolutely. Um, which then gets on to the next thing is the um, election, the, the election <laughs> we had a couple months ago. And, oh, and wow. that entire situation that um, is gone on and is going on is dealing with that has been stressful that has divided families yes it has um you know and um the fear that was instilled in some of us and some people about you know the election in our country Mm -hmm. and all that big giant mess yeah um division and um any of everything and so we've had that we went through then if you specifically live in oklahoma we had a horrible ice storm in October that decimated the city <laughs> and surrounding areas, which um, yeah. I personally was without electricity for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And have you ever gone that long without electricity? <laughs> you know? I mean, I think maybe some right now uh, or last month, people were dealing with all of the snow in Texas. And I know I had a couple of friends that have were 
like yeah days they're right now living through what we went through in october and november yep right now they're going they're, because we had an ice storm in october and november now texas is having this horrible snowstorm and they're going without power for days mm-hmm. and, and without water, water and oh. having to boil the water yeah it's just been crazy oh, i know it's just been, and then and then again if you live in the kansas oklahoma texas area mm-hmm. what we had a, a winter storm a, a freaky blizzard <laughs> winter storm where the we again i don't know what it is about 10 days but we were uh, under freezing for 10 days yes and it wasn't just like 30 degrees we're talking like sub-zero temperatures minus yeah like a minus negative 12. before the number minus 12 and oklahoma i don't in oklahoma texas we never get that cold yeah we might for like one day yeah, like a maybe in the thing. evening, but yeah, That's I don't, it. I don't ever remember growing up going with ten days of you know like sub zero temperatures. <laughs> I know people that had property damage because of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I know people that had property damage from the ice storm. Yeah, but then I know people that had property damage because of this freaky winter blizzard storm where you know pipes froze, they broke, yeah. water damage. Um, I have a friend that. May have to replace our whole heating system. Oh, goodness. I mean, it's yeah. just like crazy town. I mean, when you're not used, when your homes and towns aren't used to this kind of temperature. Like, I know in maybe like, I don't know, farther north, North Dakota area, it does get this cold all the time. Or Alaska. But, you know, it was bad because I was checking Anchorage, Alaska's weather and they were like 20 degrees warmer than us. <laughs> I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> Well, I don't know if you saw my post, but like I posted on Facebook, I, I always in the back of my head thought it would be kind of romantic or ex- adventurous yeah. to live like in Alaska or North Dakota, you know, and, yeah. you know, open a bakery. That's what, I would, <laughs> don't ask me why, but that's what, you know, it was kind of like a fantasy. Can I just tell you that that fantasy is dead? <laughs> well, maybe God used this dead, to dead, kill dead, that dead, fantasy. Dead. <laughs> I am never going north yeah. of the Oklahoma border to live ever again. <laughs> And that might be too high after this situation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I know. yeah, no, it's never going to happen. So, um, but anyway, so now, can you think of any other things that have happened that are kind of like, um, Lord. I don't think so. I, yeah, I, the election and protests, that was, that was big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was scary. The, um, the riots, the, I know, we didn't, in our part of the, I think we did have, we did have one protest that did property damage to businesses. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness it was just one, and it was limited to that. And yeah. I guess that's because we're just um, we're not like East Coast West Coast. Mm-hmm. But um, thank goodness. So, but we still suffered uh, some damage. In fact, I know a nonprofit that suffered some damage. So, you have all these things that are going on, and it's like it's like you know, just when you think, okay. <laughs> Okay, I made it through COVID. Now what? <laughs> I know. You, or that's the that old saying, you know, I think I'm seeing light at the end of the tunnel. And then you figure out it's a train. Yep. You know? <laughs> it's like, okay. Yes. Oh my so, goodness. so how are we going to deal with it? So, yeah. How, how do we, how, how do we deal with how, this? How are you, how are you dealing with it, Jessica? Yeah. And then I'll share how I'm dealing with it. Well, honestly, um, so at the beginning of the whole like COVID pandemic, I was like, this is really dumb. Like I, this, well, plus share it, didn't you? Do you want to share what, what? that you? Oh yeah. I mean, I've had COVID. There you go. She had it. <laughs> I had it. I'm over it. 
Um, it wasn't as bad as I expected, but I know that I think I well, I know without a shadow of a doubt I was blessed by the Lord to not have crazy bad symptoms. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Lord, for that. But like at the very beginning of last year when it was all happening, I was like, This is dumb. It's just gonna be like the flu. Like people are over like freaking out about nothing and then lockdown happened and man that I don't know how you handled lockdown but for me it was difficult <laughs> like I if you you have to be really careful not to let fear creep in because mm-hmm. I know there was a few days there where I was kind of fearful and worried and then um isolation kicks in because I in like in the I was talking to my husband last night and trying to think back last year of how I felt and like how I really dealt with it and um for the most part it was all like calm cool collected but there was a time at the very beginning close to my right after my birthday I think um I was supposed to go on a trip and it got canceled because of COVID and so I just felt so isolated (laughs) you know like it because we were in the middle of lockdown we couldn't go anywhere I mean, and I could see my family and I did, but like, there was just one day and it all hit me like a ton of bricks. And I don't know, like, honestly, that was the worst feeling in the world. And I'm really glad I didn't have any more of that the rest of lockdown and the, you know, and now, but I know here in Oklahoma, we have it really lucky because in California and other states are really super locked down. So, I mean, people with... Even like people with normal depression that you're dealing with and then having this pandemic on top of it is just rough. Like yeah. I, I can't imagine. And I know, well, I can't imagine going through all this without having Jesus. Can yeah. I just put that out there first? Thank you. Yes. Um, because for me, it's like if I had not had a relationship with Jesus Christ through all this, I don't know how I would have, I would have been like on some type of medication like Valium or some, some yeah I would have had to do something some, yeah I would have been in the doctor's office saying give me something to deal with all this because I can't handle it mm-hmm. and so um first of all that's that's just hand down number one for me is that thank you that I had Jesus and then <laughs> I um I would have to literally remind myself that you know whenever the next thing popped up it's like okay now what about this mm-hmm. you know how do I handle not having electricity for 10 days? What do I do? Um, what is my company going to do? Because I work from home. Well, my company took care of me. They said it was a natural disaster, so we won't um, make you take personal time. We will just pay you. Wow. Because they didn't want us to go, although we have office space, they didn't want us to go to the office because they had enforced these COVID rules mm-hmm. within the company that would prevent more than one person being in the office. So because they didn't want to lift that COVID rule, company rule, that meant I still I had to stay at home. And so because I didn't have electricity, I still had to stay at home. They said, we will continue to pay you. So I got paid even though I couldn't work. And, and I, some people knew that. And they said, oh, you're on vacation. I said, have you ever been on vacation without electricity? Yeah, it's <laughs> Think not a vacation. That. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> What you gonna do? Oh wow! And I, I mean, I would, and so I would have to constantly remind myself, God is taking care of me. Look yes. at what He has done. God is taking care of me. Look at what He has done. Mm-hmm. And one of the scriptures that has always been a good one for me, but has really played out, was Hebrews 
eighteen, six eighteen, Hebrews six eighteen, if you want to look it up, and through twenty, and it says that God is my anchor, and um, that is what, I mean, sometimes I would just have to visualize me holding an anchor, you oh, know, yeah, that God is my anchor, and how you know, in your boat, in a in a storm, you have to drop anchor. And that is what holds you and still. And even though whatever is chaos is going around you, he is my anchor. So that's anyway, that's how that's one of the ways I've been dealing with it. So, yeah, I yeah, I I think the biggest thing that's helped me through the whole thing is just to be in the word. And I've been reading. Um, I read I read through the Torah uh, the Torah portions. And then now I'm rereading through the Bible with, with, um, my husband, but so I'm back in the, in the middle of the Israelites, you know, <laughs> leaving Egypt. And, and I don't know why, but like reading, reading that portion of scripture gives me hope <laughs> because, because if they can be that naive and stubborn and they like, they have God, like in the in the flesh, like per, in person, right there with him, you know he's doing miracles and wonders right in front of their eyes, and they still don't believe, you know. And if he still loves them, and he still is providing for them, providing manna, food, and shelter, and water from rocks, you know, he's gonna provide for me, you you know, like he will provide for all of us, and um. <laughs> I, the Lord has really been testing me on that <laughs> lately. Like, um, are you sure? You know, like, so you think I'm going to provide for you? And I'm like, of course you are, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I have, I've had my doubts sometimes, you know, when the, the bank account is a little tight, but he always provides. Yeah. And another issue I've always been, I've been dealing with too, is that the high lows is to try to keep mm-hmm. an even, I don't know why I'm having boat metaphors today but anyway, <laughs> it's okay so anchor, is it just try to stay at an even pace you know like the little tugboat you know just mm-hmm. yeah those not, tugboats can carry huge ships yeah they move they move cruise ships around yeah. just not go up and down up and down up and down you know it's like oh my god this has happened oh my god this yeah happened. oh i'm so you know i'm so down what am i gonna do the lord is forsaking me oh this has happened oh no it's good. i mean just the constant up and down up and down up and down I've been really trying to rein that in and maintain an even keel. Yeah, that's good. Because we should be at an even keel. If anybody should be able to say, okay, calm down. You know, it's going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. God is on our side. You know, know, we should be the ones Mm -hmm. that are saying that. We shouldn't be the ones that are running around like a, as my mother would say, chicken with With a head head cut off. (laughs) You know, it's like, that is so a country. (laughs) I love that saying, though. Side note here is, talking about the cold weather, is I have started working with some people in my company that are in um, Detroit, Michigan. And they said, you have such a country accent. You sound, no, no, sorry, oh, forgive me. Oh. You you sound so Southern. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, no, really, you sound Southern to us. And I was like, I, I do not, I was like, okay, Southern is like Arkansas, Louisiana, Yeah, East. not Oklahoma. That, that is Southern. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, that's Midwest. Mm-hmm. I said, Southern Midwest. I said, yeah. probably what you're hearing is like a watered down Texas drawl. Yeah. That maybe is what you're hearing. 
not a full-blown <laughs> Texas straw. Not that there's anything wrong with Texas straw. I don't, I'm not going to hate on that. Yeah. But you're probably hearing like a watered-down version of that. And they're like, oh, okay. I said, but I want you guys to know that you sound different, too. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. They do, yeah. I have family in Michigan, and they they do. They have an accent. But, I mean... Which and is surprising. I, and I was like, we. I was talking to one of my bosses, and I was like, he was giving me, she was giving me an address, and I said, you're going to have to spell out the name of that street, because <laughs> I cannot figure out what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, just like you think I have an accent. <laughs> you're distorting that word. I can't, I don't know what, what that word is. <laughs> so, oh anyway, my goodness, I love that. But. But yeah, just instead of going up and down, up and down, up and down, trying to just keep, just keep the even kill, yeah, you know, at a at a speed, knowing that God is going to take care of me. He's on my side. Mm -hmm. He's not um, forsaken me. That isn't that crazy that we think that too that that pops in our head. Well, I I think we've talked about this in the podcast before, but I think sometimes um, our earthly relationships dictate how we feel about our heavenly father and we you know we think that he's mad at us or he'll he will leave us and he's forgotten about us and that isn't the case at all yeah yeah not at all so um you know one of the things that i try to do and i don't know why i got in the habit of this because i I don't want to get stuck in the mud but um one of the things i try to do at the beginning of the year is like have a scripture that i can you know think about through the course of the year mm-hmm. and um and for this year it's been the entire psalms 27 and um and if you don't mind do you think, do you think we have time if i read it yeah go okay for it. it goes this the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the stronghold of my life of whom shall i be afraid when the wicked advance against me to devour me is it my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall though an army besiege me my heart will not fear the war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. That is so important, to seek him in his temple every day. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me at his sacred tent. I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me. God, my Savior, though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in the straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes or for false witnesses rise up against me spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And that has just been, that's what I've been holding on to in 2021. And, um, and for me, it, it, that my walking this scripture out in 2021 means that I must spend time with God on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so important for like, even just take five minutes and just sit in, 
in peace and quiet Mm -hmm. and just spend time with daddy God. Because if we, I mean, if we don't, we just get busy and we forget. And especially, I mean, honestly, it has changed my life to set, you know, like set time away every morning. I do the same routine. I get up, I make myself a cup of coffee, I read the word and I spend time with God. And if I don't do that, my day is just bonkers. Chaos, yeah. Like it's chaos, 100% chaos. It's like the enemy is throwing in this and it's this is happening and it's just yeah. I mean, I can't I can't go a day without doing that because of just the chaos that ensues. Right. I I totally agree. And for me it's it's the same thing and and I remember two funny stories. One is when I first started out, I wanted to have a deep relationship with God. I wanted to take it beyond just going to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I knew I needed to spend time with him. And when, and so God, I was very young in the Lord and very wild. I was like a, and by wild, I don't mean I was like running around town wild. I mean, just like my flat, I, I was like a big fat baby, you know, yeah. just had no self spiritual self control. You know, I just knew I wanted to be with God. And so, and I think I've told this story before where, um, the Lord just told me, just spend three minutes with me. And, um, and so I got up, I thought, okay, I can get up in the morning and squeeze in my, in my routine, squeeze out three yeah. minutes, you know, um, without it killing me, I, I wouldn't really have to get up earlier. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, I did, I, I probably spent two, three weeks going three minutes a day and. It, and sometimes in those first few days, I know I check my watch, you know, to say, okay, that's one minute, you know, yeah. that's another minute. I mean, that's how much of a big baby I was. And it's just like a child in timeout, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to know how much longer they have to go. <laughs> and, um, and so I made it through and then I found out that three minutes wasn't enough. It wasn't too bad, you know? And so I could grow, I grew into mm-hmm. more time a day with him because I, my, my spirit woman was getting stronger than my flesh woman and was beginning to have control. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the funny thing about that is now I get to 2021 (laughs) and, um, now God is wanting another hour of my life. And, and that's, and I know he is, he wants it in the evening and, and I'm just to be completely transparent. I've been really struggling with that. I was like, you know, okay, I got to figure out another, you know, in the evening I get off work, Mm -hmm. you know, I work eight hours and now somewhere between me getting off work and bedtime, you want me to squeeze in another hour, <laughs> you know, and, and that hour he specifically wants it spent reading the word and studying certain topics in the Bible. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really struggling with that because I'm like, come on. And, and it's like, okay, now I feel like I'm like a, a rebellious teenager physically, <laughs> yeah. you know, spiritually. Yeah. I'm like really resisting it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we all know teenagers do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I know it's good for me, but I'm resisting it because my spiritual flesh woman, my flesh woman who is like a teenager, doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And so my spiritual woman is going to have to really stand well, up. And maybe you got to start from the beginning. Three minutes. I mean, you know, like do five minutes of study and just work your way up to that hour. Because I think sometimes when we think, and I, I, what do I have to I have to do an hour? An hour. That is so long. What. I could be doing laundry or, you know, like all those things come. But yeah, if we just start small and kind of work our way up, then you'll just start to crave that time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica. Hey, you're welcome. (laughs) 
You're welcome. Well, um, I wanted to share a scripture that's kind of helped me through. Um, and also, like, <laughs> the beginning of this year for me has been a little, like, rough, I feel like, because, well, not because of COVID or anything, but because, like, I am in the middle of, like, this limbo situation with, like, ministry and work stuff. And so I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, what do I, I don't know if you guys have seen that meme, but it says, like, are we supposed to know what we're doing? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm just going to trust that God is directing me down to the place I need to be. But, like, I hate, yes, I know I'm using the word hate, but I hate, like, sitting still and not having anything to do. Like, I feel most successful at what I'm doing when I have a lot to do and I'm juggling a lot, a lot of things. So it's just been rough. But it's been, so I think it's just been a growth time for me in the Lord just because I've had to trust that he is pushing me down the right path. But, um, so this might be cheesy and you guys probably already know this verse, um, but it's Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your quest to God. God hears us, no matter how quiet we talk. Like, we, we could just say, Lord, and he knows what you need. So he knows what we need, even when we don't say anything, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I honestly, there's been times where I've prayed, I'm just like, Jesus, help me. And the situation has been handled, so... Um, yeah, just don't just, I think it's especially during these uncertain times of pandemic and the election and all of the craziness, because honestly, this is just the beginning. Well, and, and, and you don't have to be, when you're spending time with God, you don't have to be eloquent in your language. Let me tell you, this is a perfect example. Not at all. (laughs) Monday before last, I'm driving in an ice storm. This is the honest God truth to go get my dog. Okay, because they have, he's at doggy boot camp and they've shut down doggy boot camp because the dogs are in kennels outside and it's too cold for them to stay outside. So he's like, he got sent home on winter break, kind of like when they send the kids home from, you know, got it. So I'm literally driving down a street in an ice storm and I can feel that I'm on ice and I'm driving appropriately. Mm -hmm. And this truck in front of me, truck. Uh, in front of me decides to get on the high on the road so he basically guns it and gets on and getting on he literally does a donut in front of me okay oh my goodness and i this is my prayer i am just screaming the name of jesus can i just tell you that that was my prayer right there i'm just going uh, uh, screaming the name of jesus as i'm pumping the brakes and and i'm telling you god said just go to the curb and I drive a small car, so I just drove to the curb. And had I not been in a small car, we would have bumper, we would have yeah. hit each other because he was so much in my lane mm-hmm. that I could sneak by without getting hit. So I'm just oh, pumping my, my brakes, sliding straight by the curb, past him, and um, and again, it's because, and that was not an eloquent prayer. No. I was not going. Oh Lord, help thou great on your throne. <laughs> Come and save me from this. You know? The number of words in your prayer does not equal <laughs> God. Hearing I had one at that moment. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
and and that was it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't don't feel like you have to be so eloquent and say so many words to get. I mean, is it? Didn't Jesus say talk about the Pharisees because they yeah. just like rambled yeah, on and yeah. on and on? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, we are so glad that you um, got to listen to us um, share, and I hope you took something away from it that will you will be able to use to bring yourself closer to uh, uh, your relationship with God and Jesus. And um, and we just want you to know that um, we love you guys. We think you are beautiful. Yes. And that you are beautiful inside and out. Um, that you have a purpose on this planet. You are not here by accident. Yeah. Um, you are needed. And so we just want you to be blessed in the name of Jesus and stay safe. And we will see you on the third Thursday. Yep. See you later.